to Prepare to Care, the ARP podcast with resources and tools supporting the millions of family caregivers who provide unpaid care to their loved ones. I'm your host, Marie Pierre. This week's podcast is What is 211? And today with us is Josh Reynolds, Director of the Care for Elders Division of the United Way of Houston. Josh is here today to talk to us about the 211 helpline and the local resource guide that the United Way puts together. Um, this is a guide where people can find critical information right now to help with a variety of caregiving and life needs. Um, I went and looked at the guide ourselves and I can't wait for Josh to explain to us what all this is about. Um, if you don't think 211 is helpful, I'm asking you to reconsider. Coming up on Prepare to Care, the 211 helpline. So, Josh, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. So, Josh, um, I did a little bit of uh, research prior to this podcast, mm -hmm. and I went online and looked at this 211 helpline, which I didn't even know existed. Yes. So, tell us, what is this? Uh, well, I think the easiest way to describe it is, Um, you call 911 for emergencies, you call 311 for city services, you call 211 for help with what's called human services. And so that uh, is a range of everything from maybe, um, well, from, from caregiving assistance like we're talking about today to uh, maybe rental assistance uh, to uh, transportation if someone struggles with transportation, a whole uh, host of uh, thousands of, of needs. And so uh, 211 is a nationwide number, uh, and, uh, and statewide in Texas, of course. And um, our United Way, which is United Way of Greater Houston, um, we receive almost a million calls a year from Houstonians and folks in the greater Houston area. Um, it's about 965,000 calls, to be precise. Uh, so right at, right at a million and, and growing. Um, and uh, of those, about 115,000 So a little over 100,000 are older adults themselves or are caregivers. And of course, that number is growing exponentially. It's about 50% higher than it was just five years ago. And so someone calls in and they have a, a need or a concern. Um, and we have specialists um, that answer the phone day and night, 24 hours a day, 300, they're there on Christmas Day uh, and in New Year's and every other day. Um, and we serve a number of languages. We have about, um, I think, 12 to 15 in-house languages, but also contracts for hundreds of languages. Wow. So whatever someone's need is, wherever they are, um, uh, and uh, we, can, we can find the resources that are available to them. Um, sometimes it's not that there aren't resources, it's just that we don't know where to look. How would we? Um, and a lot of times, and I think it's okay to say this, a lot of us, myself included, um, uh, We, when we look, we're probably already in crisis, and that's okay. We, we're, we're here for that. We're here to help whatever that is, uh, not only to solve the current problem, but to help you find the resources to avoid the next crisis as well. So, um, Josh, tell us, like, give me an example. Like, what are sure. people calling you for? Sure. Um, a lot of these uh, general calls are for basic needs. Um, so these, this might be families who are working um, but aren't able to, um, you know, you, you, If um, my air conditioning went out a couple of years ago, this is very common when you buy a house and it's fine for a year and then your air conditioner goes out. It's very, and so uh, that, that is, you know, that, that's a lot of money that um, a lot of folks just don't have. But in Houston, not having uh, 
air conditioning, especially for older adults, is a safety hazard in the summer. It's because we, we live, you know, in, in this in this climate. And so um, there may be uh, resources uh, to help people with utility assistance. Um, there may be uh, resources for roof repairs uh, if, you know, unfortunately a storm hits. Um, like I said, transportation assistance. Um, but the, the special thing I think for older adults and their caregivers specifically is that um, we have a number of um, uh, general uh, 211 staff that can answer any questions, an enormous database that can search by what is your zip code, what are the services available, uh, if the services have eligibility criteria. So, you know, it might be these services are for folks that are 65 and up, or um, there might be an income, uh, and there are all sorts of different things. So they can look through all that. But if the, if the, if the needs are deeper, and this does happen with caregivers, it might not just be one, one, um, one need. It, it might be four or five things because when it rains, it pours. That happens in all of our lives. But for caregivers, you know, it um, things can things can uh, can really accelerate. Um, so we have at two one one four senior specialists. That their entire job is to work with older adults and their and their caregivers and families, and they know inside and out not only you know what all the resources are, but how to best get in there, how to cut through the red tape, how to get in there fast, um, you know, what the process is going to be like, what paperwork that people need to bring. So that way, um, instead of a process taking two weeks to get into, maybe it, it takes, you know, you know, a week or just a couple of days. And that might be critical depending on what the need is. So the senior specialists, um, uh, several of whom are bilingual as well, are um, just incredible staff and they're connected to all sorts of all sorts of people and resources in the community. Um, I think sometimes the best thing in life is to have a good team, and um, and sometimes that's our friends and our family. Sometimes that's professionals, and that's what they're there for. So, Josh, like if I called two one one, I think I'd be a little embarrassed, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. I think I know everything. And I don't know about telling my business to a total stranger. Mm -hmm. So could mm -hmm. I be assured, like, this is confidential? Like, how, how do your folks enter the calls? It is absolutely confidential. The only information that we collect up front is your zip code. Because mm -hmm. that helps us figure out what services are in the area. Okay. If you don't want to give your name, that's, that's your, that's, that's, we're here to help, however that is. Whatever you're comfortable with. And I, I think a lot of times um, feeling nervous about reaching out for help, we, we all feel nervous about reaching out for help. Um, our staff are incre incredible at being supportive, building rapport, and going at the pace that the person that the, the client is comfortable with. Um, uh, we're not going to suggest a lot of resources that someone doesn't want. Um, and it's their, it's going to be their job you know, to figure out what, what do I want and what am I willing to do at this point? So absolutely, you know, so, and even when information is, is given, uh, it is kept confidential. Um, and that is, that is a rule. Um, uh, and also, um, I think the other thing that I would, I would say to your larger point is, um, there's a point, I think, uh, for a lot of us when uh, we realize that uh, we've, we've, we, you know, especially if, if we've, you know, we've, we've had a career, we've, we've um, worked, we feel good about things, we've done a good job taking care of mom and dad. Um, the truth of the matter is uh, life changes and what works in 2017 mm -hmm. may not work in 2019. That may be true for us as well. And so, um, and so it's not about I'm vulnerable because I need help. 
when I reach out for, and the way that I think about this is, uh, and this is one of my kind of key points for this, this talk, the best thing that anyone could do is form a team of support before they actually need it. Uh, and if, if they don't need it, then that's great. They've just got friends that they can go to dinner with sometimes. But when you have that, um, if the rain starts pouring, then you're okay. Having a good team is, is an incredible thing. Um, it's, it's a little strange for some people, but once you have it, you feel so much better about, I can handle anything that comes up. Because you're still the one that's handling it. 2-1-1 will give you the information, but you're going to have to follow through and actually do it. So the power is still with you. So what you really recommend is for people to take advantage of this resource, call ahead of time, maybe before a crisis hits. Although I understand you can call when the crisis you mm -hmm. know, comes. And really that it's our responsibility. Like 211 will give us some information, directs us, you know, and, mm -hmm. and give us some resources. Right. But then it's really our decision to decide what to do with that. Everyone has self-determination, the ability to make your own choice. That's that's an important principle. I'm a social worker and that's one of our ethical principles. Okay. Um, and, and so and so what two one one does is give you the tools. What if somebody needs more help? Like, are yes, your yes. your folks trained as social workers to say, hmm, I think this person can have this resource, but I think they need a little bit more? So, yes. In, in cases of um, true emergency where uh, an older adult is not able to help themselves, we, we, we do direct connect to resources like Adult Protective Services or Harris County. And by the way, um, Adult Protective Services... Um, I know uh, there, there is some stigma because uh, of um, by the name alone, mm -hmm. but it is one of the most compassionate, caring, and wonderful. I volunteer with them. One of the most wonderful services that, that there is. Uh, they're, they're here to help, and that's what they really do. Um, but they, they come in, in in a case where someone can't uh, isn't able to help themselves for whatever reason, and then they can also find what are the what are the appropriate next steps. It's not about taking away someone's dignity or you know capacity or whatever else. It's about helping them uh, do the best in the situation that they have. So my larger point was that we can direct connect to emergency services, and what I mean by that is on the same phone call we can get a dispatcher um, and and other services. And so if if there if it's if it's a true crisis where someone cannot help themselves, um, uh, we, we're there for that as well. I understand. Okay. And, and we had an interesting conversation before this show about, uh, you know, what's a caregiver? Mm -hmm. You know, this, so this podcast is about being a caregiver. Mm -hmm. and, and what you were sharing with me is that a lot of people don't even think of themselves as caregivers. Right. And so then they would not necessarily think of calling to one one. Yes. So tell us a little bit more about that. Um. A lot of us, uh, I think, uh, when we're taking, and this includes myself as well, um, when we're uh, helping out with mom or dad, we think about it as helping out with mom or dad or caring for mom and dad. Caregiver has this formal connotation, and it's a title. It's a job. And actually, it is a job. Um, and and all, all caregiver means is that you're taking care of a loved one. Um, but, but again, you know, these are things that, that I know because I work in the field, but um, just like I, if, if I was talking to um, someone who worked at ExxonMobil about their job, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know those concepts because they haven't applied to my life so far. So the reason I think that caregiving is, and um, a lot of people who are doing it don't identify with it, is because that wasn't part of their life until a certain point. Like I said, life changes, and you, you don't start off as a caregiver, you're the child. 
mm-hmm. and the relationship changes over time. And it's only at a certain point in time when you actually do start to, whether it's take over the finances for mom or dad or start thinking about, um, you know, hard conversations like the safety of driving or where are we living or who's going to check in a couple times a week. Um, so because this is not a role that you played your entire life, why would you think to, oh, I this is a new role. The best thing I could do is find the resources and educate myself on you know, and, and there are, you know, and the great thing is there are so many AARP, by the way, has some great caregiving education uh, tools. I hope that we can uh, link to some of those so that I've used them myself in my, with my family. Um, but it's not, it's a natural role, but it's a role that people haven't played their entire life. So I think that's, that's part of the, um, I don't want to say disconnect, but that's why it's maybe not as natural. But I like your definition. Caregiving is when you start to really care for someone. Yeah. And then it extends into finances and Mm -hmm. and maybe you get into the medical and then Mm -hmm. you get to get into things like air conditioning in Houston and all the resources. Yes. Speaking of resources. Mm -hmm. So the United Way is putting together or has put together this just absolutely wonderful guide. So I, uh, I actually went online and mm-hmm. uh, because I had a, a preview of what this podcast is going to be. And it's called the, um, I'm going to find it in a moment here. The Senior Guidance Directory. The Senior Guidance Directory. Thank you. And it's just this incredible um, just repository of information mm-hmm. out there. So tell mm-hmm. us more about that. Like, how did the idea come about and, and how often do you put the directory together? Sure. Well, like we were talking about a minute ago, um, how would anyone know everything they need to know about something that they've never done before? Um, And even if someone has been a caregiver, that changes over time as well. If medical conditions worsen or if housing changes or or whatever. And so even if I've got it today, again, uh, in a few years, I might not not have a handle on it. So um, what what uh, the community has thought has been important for a very long time, and I, I say community, I should say uh, professionals who work in this, is to have one place to find um, all the resources that everybody knows about. Um, because even though you know Houston and Harris County are uh, enormous, we have uh, a very large senior population. Um, United Way serves four counties. It's um, it's Harris County, the largest, Fort Bend, Montgomery, and Waller counties. That's our service area. In those four counties, there are 750,000 older adults. And we're going to hit a million pretty soon. So there are a lot of folks. Uh, there, We need more resources, but the most important thing is to make sure that folks know what the resources are available so that they can connect to them. And so what what has uh, this, this directory has been put together for quite a while. Uh, United Way was um, very... Um, glad to uh, take it on and do this uh, most current iteration, but the idea is that um, uh, you don't know what you're going to need, so we have to have everything in this directory. So it's, it's, a, it's a long directory, it's got uh, 24 sections, uh, everything from healthcare to financial assistance to caregiving to uh, dementia resources, but we tell people, don't go read through this book. I mean, do if you want to, it's, it's your choice, but find the section that applies to what you need right now find the resources, uh, work on that problem, and then come back to the book later when you have something else. And what we find is that someone will look up one or two things, they'll find the resource, 
Then they'll come back a couple months later when something, a new challenge pops up or something, and then they'll go to another section. And so someone might use the book six or seven times over the course of two years, but it's not all at once because it's, you know, you want to have something that's comprehensive and that's a lot of information. It's not just uh, nonprofit services. It's not just public services, which are government services like Medicare, Medicaid, although we have a lot of that. It's also some for-profit services, also faith-based services community centers, um, having a list of community centers, which ones serve meals, which ones have activity programs. Um, one of my favorite things to do in, in my job is to go to a community center because they're always dancing there. They're always dancing. They have a meal and they dance, like everyone you go to. And it's wonderful. And But that actually serves a purpose other than fun. Not only is it exercise, but it's socialization. And that keeps people in the home and out of the hospital. So these aren't just all resources for the bad things these are resources for living your best life as well and that's really important because aging is not um a, aging has challenges but aging is not a problem aging is a fact of life and it's the, and you know we have to take it as it comes but it can be a beautiful thing um and i, I know i'm i uh, we need to get on to the next question but we have uh, a, a a couple that we have worked with that has advised us they're in their 90s. They're still driving. They volunteer at their church. Uh, they're on six different committees in their neighborhood in the East End for all sorts of different types of projects. And they have the type of vibrancy that I wish at the age of 38 that I had. <laughs> That's my aspiration. Is And um, and they're they're living incredible lives. Um, and, uh, and they've also been you know lucky and blessed and those types of things. But um, they've done that because they've made that part of the part of. So part of their mission is to, you know, we, when I hit 60, I'm, I'm, I'm going up, I'm not going down. When I hit 70, I'm going up, I'm not going down. When I hit 80, and, it's a, and the mindset matters tremendously. There's a lot of research that shows that if we believe that our life is going to go down at a certain point, it's going to. If we believe that it's going to go up, it does. And that's, that's, it's science, it's not just philosophy. So we have resources for going up as well as for taking care of the problems that happen. And life is a combination of both, but that, that's, that's very important. Yes, and I, I think for those of us just on this side of 50, too, I, uh, I, I actually, you know, was surprised on how many resources there were for me in mm -hmm. this particular guide. Even though it says care for elders, I, I was particularly interested. There's a great section on Medicare and Medicaid. Yes, and, yes. You know, for folks like me who are going to retire, you know, in maybe within 10 years, it was it was pretty interesting. Um. So um, tell us, like, where do you find the resource guide? Uh, can I? Uh, one, one thing that you mentioned, I just I, I thought was a really good point. Um, so this this uh, directory that we have, uh, it's a lot of resources with phone numbers and websites and how to find information. But there's also a lot of information on what is this resource? How do I use it? What are the eligibility criteria? You mentioned Medicare and Medicaid. Those things are insanely complicated. True. So we have section nine. And we go into, and, and not too much depth because we have to keep it short because we can't have 40 pages of information. That's, um, and, but we have, here's what you need to know about Medicare. Here's what you need to know about Medicaid. We call them the gray sections because they're actually in gray to keep it different from. I noticed the, that. Yes. Um, and so throughout the entire thing, it's not just here are the resources, but here's what they are. Here's how they might apply to you. Here's how you can use them. Here are the questions to ask when you call someone in some cases. So we don't just want to give you the number, we, we want that, but we want you to be able to be successful with that number. If you call and you're not successful, then 
our resource hasn't mattered, right? It, it only matters if you got the outcome that you were seeking. I understand. So um, the way I found the directory was yes. I went online. I just Googled senior guidance directory, popped right up. And there was a share button, and I was mm -hmm. able to download this on my computer. Mm -hmm. I could have downloaded it on my phone, I guess. But you can also go to the United Way website. And, and what is this address? Yes. So the, the, the directory, it's, it's called the uh, United Way Care for... This is the long title, but we'll give you the short one. The long title is United Way Care for Elders 2017-2018 Senior Guidance Directory. But just think Senior Guidance Directory. That's what's important. And you can get it in hard copy, and you can also get it at the United Way website, um, and that is unitedwayhouston.org. You go to the News tab, and then you go to the Publications tab, and it's right there. Like you said, you can just hit a button and download it. What's great about the digital copy, it's a PDF, it's searchable. So you can just, uh, you can just do the, the search button, and you don't even have to go past the cover. You can search for caregiving directly from I'm holding up the book, which doesn't make sense for a podcast, but from the cover itself, you can actually search for what you need and not have to scroll through page after page of a PDF. You can do that if you want to, but it's a lot easier. Also, in the digital version, all of the websites are hyperlinked. So if you click on it, it'll take you directly to the website for Medicare, for example. Uh, and so that way, if someone wants to use the digital version, then that's there. If someone wants a hard copy... Um, Call uh, 211. You can call 211, or yeah. I'll, give, I'll give you the uh, direct email address. It's sgd for senior guidance directory, sgd at unitedwayhouston.org. Okay, sgd at unitedwayhouston.org. Mm -hmm. I'll call now your 211 person sure. yes. and give you address and say, mail me one of those. Here's what we do we say there's no wrong door. Okay. You get it electronically, you get it physically, you call us, you email us. However, you get to us, we're happy to help. Okay. Okay, well, that's all. Uh, that's the time that we have for today. Josh, thank you so much for all this information and for telling us about the 211 number. We really appreciate it. So just a reminder, we've been talking with Josh Reynolds from the United Way. He's given us some great caregiving tips and local resources on how to find the 211, on how to call the 211 number and how to find the United Way Senior Guidance Directory. Um, so be sure to visit the United Way website, which is unitedwayhouston.org. Um, and you'll find everything that was mentioned in this podcast today. Mm -hmm. So don't forget, also, if you want more information about AARP, go to aarp.org forward slash Houston for more on the work that we're doing here right in Houston. And soon we will have our next Prepare to Care uh, podcast. Um, you don't want to miss it. Um, this is a great podcast. So thanks for listening. And as always, thanks for caring. <laughs>